exclusive we put we chillin' real hard you know how we do all right you guys welcome to discussions podcast it's your girl mika gwen welcome to my new listeners welcome back to my returning listeners I have a returning guest with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up, y'all? Tip to true. What up, my baby? What up? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm happy to be potting right now. It's been a long day. Yeah, it has. Um. Okay. Because it's on the screen, Andrew Gilliam? 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 Wait. I think it's Andrew Gilliam. G-I-L-L-U-M. Okay. Gilliam. Anyway, y'all know, y'all know who we're talking about. So it's the former Democratic candidate for governor of Florida. Um, so he was he. How how long ago was was that when he was in a hotel room with an apparent? From what I remember, because I feel like everything goes by like pre quarantine, post quarantine. I feel like it was True. like either right before the quarantine or like. I think so. Yeah, it's I think like you're right. Like right before it, because it it shouldn't have happened during the quarantine, right? Because <laughs> um, his whole excuse was like he was at a wedding, like when they first, like when it first, when they first found him there, the he they found him the, in a hotel. By the way, you guys, with an uh, a possible drug overdose. So yeah, and that's not it. They was they found yeah, him that's naked. Not it. That's just the beginning, right? Naked in butt a hotel, naked. butt naked, but booty naked, but booty naked, bucket naked, uh, bucky naked. <laughs> no clothes on. Did I say he was naked? Yeah, bucky naked, bucky naked, uh, passed out, thrown up, possible OD with two male escorts. Two, not one. Dose. Uno dose. One. <laughs> Two, maybe three. <laughs> right, three might have left. One, the third one might have left, but it was two left there. Mm-hmm. Known male escorts. Did we say male? Yeah, male, not female. Okay, and escort, right? Escort, okay, like prostitute. Not, not two homies. No, no, two well, escort. Homie, lover, friend, possibly. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. We don't know about the other two, homie or friend, but mm. definitely lover. Okay, possibly gotcha. for gotcha. pay. Lover for pay. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was caught there with that situation, and he said that. Um, and in a recent interview. Well, no, before that, I'm getting into oh. the background. Oh, so okay. when he Continue. was found, he said that he um, had went to a wedding, mm-hmm, and he mm-hmm. came back from the wedding with his friends. He said these were his homies, <laughs> <laughs> and he was drunk from the wedding, and he was passed out, and so that's why he, you know, when they found him in that condition, that's what had happened. That's what happened, yeah. But they okay. found meth on the scene. Mm-hmm. So they said, oh, well, you know, it was my friends doing meth. I was just drunk. Mm-hmm. Did he explain how he, why, why he was naked? Um, no. He just said that I just got really drunk and blacked out and, you know. Just woke up like this. Just, he woke up like this. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, in a recent interview, he came out and identified as bisexual. Um, and apparently his wife knew about his bisexuality before this whole incident, um, happened. So they were on, I think it was Tamar or Tamron, sorry. Mm-hmm. T- Tamron. Oh, huh? Right. Tamron. I don't remember, I don't remember <laughs> Tamar doing the interview. Right. I switched up my, <laughs> yeah, my letters. Tamron, her show. 
and this is when he made his revelation that he -hmm. was actually in fact so those weren't his homies those were possibly his lovers for pay Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he's bisexual yes he is which nothing is wrong with that let me say this apparently the wife knew that he was bisexual before this happened um but did she know that he was cheating exactly that's what i'm getting at okay when i say it's okay to be bisexual but if you're married to a woman and of course we don't know their arrangement we don't know you know what was in place with the two of them you know right but um apparently the wife knew about it so how would how would you how would you feel how would you feel if now you're married how would you yes. feel if <laughs> your husband came out and later and said oh i'm bisexual no no cheating has happened but he just revealed that to you once you guys are married possible grounds for divorce hmm because that's an essential part of who you are, who you are attracted to sexually. And I feel like he had so much opportunity, like when we were dating, to be like, hey, you know, I'm bisexual. Like, well, first of all, why are you bringing this up now? Like, that would be my first, like, why are you bringing this up now? Right. You know, what was the conversation that happened? Right. Because I already asked you if you liked the other. I asked in, uh, in many capacities to <laughs> oh, make sure. <laughs> yeah. Of course you go. Well, I ain't going to say of course. Look. If I'm dating somebody, I feel like sometimes people like to, you know, you just assume, oh, because he's with me, he's straight. But, like, in these days and times, people ain't going to tell you. And then people think, well, you didn't ask, so I didn't tell. Exactly. Don't ask. So I want to put on the clear. Do you like women solely? Because I'm only attracted to men who only like women. Some women like bisexual men. So, you know, hey, if that's what you like, that's what you like. But I like men who just only like women. Somebody told me recently um, that they will be okay dating a bisexual man. I'm going to have to get wow. them on the podcast yeah. hmm. to talk about it further. Yeah. I did read a comment because um, I was reading an article about the whole situation. And I did see a girl that did say, oh, yeah, I'm turned on by guys who like men. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a market for that. So I feel like in these days and time, ain't no need to be lying about who you are because it's going to be somebody who liked that. And I feel like, too, it's kind of twofold because I feel like some people, like I know of women, uh, women who said they like to watch uh, gay porn, like man on man. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they would date or be with a bisexual man. Right. So... You know, it may be some boundaries around that, like, you know, you're turned on by it and you watch it in porn, but that doesn't mean you want Right, because, I mean, a lot of people might like to watch different things on porn. Yeah. I don't necessarily mean that they into they that. They want to engage in it. Right. Right. But, yeah. I mean, I might watch gangbangs on porn, but that doesn't mean I want to be in one. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Good point. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I... I would definitely, that would be grounds to start thinking about divorce because what else do you want to tell me? 
So it's a possibility of a divorce, but not a definite divorce. I don't know. You, I guess you have to just be. It's certain things where you say what you gonna do, but you really don't know what exactly. you gonna do until you're in the situation. Right, and it's like, well, why are you saying this? Are you? Is there a man out there that you attracted <laughs> to all of a sudden? And like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What if you guys were just watching the interview with Andrew, and then he was like. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm bisexual. But you got something you want to tell me? You was you was doing that shit too with some escorts in a hotel room, like? No, no. Nah, see. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So speaking of, uh, I guess, relationship issues in the media. So I've been watching one of my all-time favorite shows that just got released onto Netflix, which is Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. So I started watching that all over again and seeing all the dynamics and storylines just made me think of what if that happened in real life? Like, what would I do? What would my friends do? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you had different viewpoints, like seeing it now being like, you know, a little bit older, more mature? Yeah, I do. Um, in terms more specifically with Joan and like her relationships, (laughs) I've noticed now, um, now that I'm older that she, she's an annoying girlfriend, like in relationships. Like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's very annoying. Um, and I can, I can see why she has the troubles she has in relationships that she does watching it now mm-hmm. whereas back then it was more so oh joan like team joan mm-hmm. like oh, <laughs> poor joan but now it's like girl uh-uh, you 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 are causing the issues in these relationships not all of them but right. a lot of the mm-hmm. issues um so one thing i wanted to talk about is so I believe it was season one where Tony um, was angry at Joan because, well, first of all, Tony had a boyfriend and he was a struggling artist. So he was broke, you know, he was broke. And Tony's the type, for those who don't know about girlfriends, she's, she's the type. She's very bougie. She has very high standards. She's seeking a man with money. She's very materialistic. Very materialistic. Um, but she falls for this broke artist. Um, so throughout their relationship or whatever, during their relationship, eventually she meets this doctor. Um, obviously he, he has money. Well, not obviously, but he has money. So she's attracted to to him and to the fact that he has money, something totally opposite of her current boyfriend. So um, eventually, you know, she sleeps with the doctor, cheats on her her current struggling artist boyfriend, cheats with the doctor, ends up getting an STD from the doctor, coincidentally. (laughs) Um, Ironically enough. Yeah. So focused on that. So... She got an STD from him and she went back and told the, the current boyfriend, oh, I have an STD and I don't know how I got it. Just like playing dumb. And the boyfriend came back like, I don't have it. And she's like, oh, well, maybe it's dormant, whatever. But anyway, she goes back to the doctor and continues messing around with him. And then he ends up proposing. To Tony. 
to Tony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first of all, if you were to get an STD from a from someone, would you go back to them? Well, did she? Okay. Before I answer that question, just because I forgot at this point, it's been so many years. So did she go back and tell the doctor that, oh, I got this STD? Yeah. Okay. And the doctor? I think he pretty much said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? And then she's like, well, he's a doctor. So I assumed he he was okay. Like, like he was clean because he's a doctor. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. So the question was. If you were with someone and they gave you STD, would you stay with them? Would you continue? Um, <laughs> I don't know about that one. What was the STD that she got from him? Chlamydia. Ugh. I feel like... Well, her, that's curable, right? But still. Yeah. Ugh. I feel like in that situation... Um, it probably depends on how close we've gotten into the relationship. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like... They didn't have a committed relationship. So it's like you took the risk on yourself as well. If you decide to have sex with somebody unprotected and you don't have a committed relationship, of course, that's a consequence that you might face because you're not committed. It's, you can only assume that the other person is having sex with other people as well and may have something. Right. Um. Not to say that I would stay with somebody who did that, but I I feel like if I decide to make that choice, I can't I can be mad, but you can't be too mad because you made the decision as well to, to sleep engage, unprotected, even though the risks were there. Right now, if I'm in a committed relationship, and then out of nowhere I end up with a STD, it's obvious to me that you done cheated right <laughs> somewhere in the relationship. Right. So no. I'm done. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but like, let's say if it wasn't a commit, I probably would leave even if just because like. Just because they just being reckless. Yeah, you just reckless. Like you out here getting whole STDs. Like. Mm-hmm. True. Even, right. Like just seems a little careless. You supposed to be a doctor at that. Like how are you a doctor over here getting STD, gotten chlamydia and don't even know? Right. Mm. It seemed like you would know better and do better. Right. Now, Joan slipped up and told her current boyfriend that she was engaged to the doctor. And so her current, she, Joan told Tony's secret. To who? To her current boyfriend. Okay. Because she still had her current boyfriend when, oh boy, the doctor proposed. Wait, oh. And she said yes. She told that, she slipped up and told Tony's current boyfriend. Mm-hmm, that Tony was engaged to somebody else. And it's like, Tony how said do you yes. accidentally say something like she that? She said she, well, she thought he knew. But he didn't. And eventually he broke up with Tony after Tony had the revelation that she really loved the broke artist mm-hmm. and she they met up and she was going to tell him well i, I really love you blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was like it's over like right. and I'm... she didn't know why it was over but eventually joan told her that she slipped mm-hmm. up yeah. so as tony was was very angry and to get back at joan she tried to sleep with joan's boyfriend i remember that if a friend of yours tried to sleep with your man... Wait, but can we go back and revisit the other one? Sure. Though? Okay. Because I want to speak on um, 
you know, because when that came out, I actually wasn't messing with Joan because I thought that was messed up. Because even if yo, it's supposed to be her best friend, like you, come on now. First of all, why are you talking to her boyfriend about stuff like that anyway? Like why, you know what I'm saying? Like that ain't your place to talk about her other relationships. Even if you thought that Tony told him that, that's still not your place to talk to him True. about that. So she was doubly wrong in that. Yeah, Tony was wrong cheating and doing all that, but you're her best friend and that's not your place. True, but I feel like it wasn't intentional. Like she genuinely thought that Tony had broke it off with him already and he knew. Still. Like I feel like I would be I would be I would be mad but I wouldn't turn around and try to sleep with your, with my best friend's yeah, man. Yeah, now that was going too far. If your best friend tried to sleep with your man, how would you react to that? We wouldn't be friends no more. Ditto. If if my a friend of mine tried to sleep with my man, first of all, it would take everything in me not to beat her ass. Yeah. Second, there's no friendship. Obviously, in the show, eventually they became friends again. I wouldn't be able to trust you. Because mm-hmm. if you get mad, if you want to do that when you get mad at me, what's to say that I might do something else you get mad at and then you want to do it again? Right. Exactly. So, no. Friendship is over. So, another thing that happened in the show that had me thinking was when Lynn dated a guy who was celibate. And everybody knows on the show, Lynn is like this free spirit, has sex with anybody and everybody. But she meets this man and she's like in in lust with him. And like, I don't want to say in love, but she act like she is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm celibate. And so at first she lied and said, well, I'm celibate too. But it came out that she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Would you date a celibate man of course you're married now but if you were single yeah i would Hmm. how would that work (laughs) i mean what do you mean like we just wouldn't until i mean i I would find out the reason for the celibacy first because like like okay if he's like trying to wait on like marriage okay maybe i don't know but if he's just like I'm not going to have sex ever again in life. Like <laughs> that, that would be a deal breaker. Death. Most definitely ever again. Hell yeah. Right. But like, what is this vow of celibacy force would be like my first question. Mm-hmm. Now you won't be thinking about like, damn. Okay. Let's say he doesn't want to get married. He doesn't want to have sex until marriage. You won't be concerned about how it's going to be once you're married. Like, what if you don't like it? And it's like, damn, I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a concern. But if I'm marrying somebody, I'm not marrying them because of the dick game. Like, that's supposed to be a plus. That's not supposed to be the reason. Of course, it's not the reason. But I feel like sex is a big part of a relationship. Yeah. And if it's not good well like what's the reason it ain't good it won't be you know a what plus. I mean? like well he can't get it up like that could be fixed like 
what is it like his his stroke game is weak like that could be worked on like what if it's all the above <laughs> what oh. if it's what if it's small what if he doesn't really have a good stroke game i mean i feel like those things could be worked with if you love somebody and hopefully both parties are grown adults who can like if you come into him like you know i'm not really satisfied in this area you know it would seem like as a man he would want like to like please you being a husband so but that is a hard conversation to have because i feel like that can bruise a man's ego yeah no matter how you address it yeah it's definitely something that would have to be approached very uh sensitively gently but um yeah i think that like for me like yeah that's a, a big part for me you know sex life yeah but it's not the most important like if i have security if i have someone that i know is not gonna cheat someone who loves the most high that's way more important to me than his sex game so that's why that's where i'm coming from with Mm -hmm. you know my stance yeah i can see what you're saying and i don't think that's like number one on the list but I believe that that is an important part of a relationship and mm-hmm. a marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I do believe that, you know, just with anything, it could be talked about and worked on. But my fear would be us trying to work on it and it just doesn't work. Yeah. Because, I mean, I mean, who doesn't like good sex? And if you just can't get to that point, where does that leave me? <laughs> yeah i don't know like that's it's a sticky situation but like i said i feel like it's way more worse things in the world like you could have a man that give you good sex but then he's spreading around to everybody else oh, everybody yeah. else get the experience well, when you think about it that way of course it's like damn well i'll just take the bad sex right so i don't know so yeah i don't know if i could date but i somebody. i can't relate to that so you know i don't know mm-hmm. it's just something that maybe like beforehand discuss like how you like it so then you can see okay so you can try to get an idea like okay when we do have sex then he's likely to be like this hopefully hopefully because a lot of guys like to talk about what they can do and will do and right then- it'd be womp 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 right and then hopefully <laughs> like even if you hadn't had sex then you would know get an idea i feel like before you marry a dude you know what his penis if it's big or not like you should know hopefully but if he if he's celibate is he just gonna be whipping it out i mean like if, just because he's celibate he like let you watch him undress right like i'm sure you shower. see him undress or get in the shower like you probably got some idea when he wake up in the morning and then you'll be like on, can yeah. we rethink this whole celibacy <laughs> right <thing>? so <laughs> i feel like you probably would know whether or not it's big or not before the actual True. wedding hopefully Ho- you know i feel like realistically you would know that yeah now as and far then, as and the, then you could change your mind right you're not pleased with what you see exactly but as far as the other stuff then that would be a little bit harder to determine right um so joan dated a recovering sex addict on the show <laughs> i remember that <laughs> um i don't i don't think i could date a recovering sex addict 
I don't have time to fear that you're going to go back into your old ways. <laughs> like, I got to think every time we go outside and go out and you say hi to a girl, oh, is that one of his, one of the 500 women he slept with? <laughs> like, uh-uh. That's, no. I'm not dating a recovering sex addict. For me, that's going to be depending how long have you been recovered? You know? Two years. Two years? That's still kind of recent. But it's like, you know, everybody got a history and a story. So I wouldn't necessarily, you know, count somebody out because, you know, of a past thing like that. And that will really have to be like something like I'm looking at our day to day and I'm looking at how you interact and like i totally understand what you're saying like you have that constant uh, over your shoulder thinking about that stuff mm -hmm. but like i would have to look at his actions and see i'm like okay well like he really seems like you know he's into me and like we've you know just like months and months of that and i see like okay he ain't trying to get with nobody he really is like changed like some people change, really man. can change like they can and really want different for their lives so i'm not about to like if the most high can forgive you for for what you've done i'm not about to be like that person like, oh, i don't want to be with you so I, I wouldn't say it like that and of course no judgment it's just i have a i have a choice of what yeah. i want to but also a point i was gonna make when we were talking about uh being with somebody celibate it also and i guess you could say it for the sex recovering sex addict situation as well it also depends on when this information is revealed because if it's revealed later on and i i'm already feeling you we connect on a level outside of sex and I want to continue to you know get to know you and I'm already like into you then okay I might choose to continue to oh, really? date you okay I thought you was gonna go the no. other way with that no but if it's like straight in the beginning and I don't know about you and I don't really know about you yet and that connection is not there yet then I'm gonna bow out mm-hmm <laughs> Because there's no, there's no tie to you yet. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but then I was thinking, well, if they tell you early on, you know, they could just be transparent and just want to be open then wait. And, no, and let, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And like, you know, let the person decide like whether or not they want to continue. Right. So then I can respect that. If somebody tell me right off rip mm -hmm. and then I can like see based on his actions, if he really is that way, I kind of prefer that. Like if you just tell right. me up front, so then I can judge on your actions. Then you jump and you buy, by the way, after I done, <laughs> right. I done caught feelings. Like, and, oh yeah, by the way. So then now I'm thinking, well, damn, what else is it that he didn't tell me? Right. And then, it's all about timing. Mm -hmm. Cause of course, if like six months go by and you tell me, then it's like, okay, why you ain't telling me? Mm -hmm. It. I feel like it has to be the perfect timing enough for me like maybe to really get into you but not enough mm -hmm. for me to feel betrayed yeah. because you didn't say like, anything in the beginning i'm thinking maybe like you know we've decided that okay right before we get to the point like okay we really feeling each other mm -hmm. we want to be you know monogamous 
exclusive. then exclusive then he like okay you know i, mm. I want to put it out there because i'm really feeling you right. and i want to just pursue things with you i just want to let you know my history that i was a sex addict but it's something that i've gotten over by now and mm -hmm. yeah so then i can respect that too yeah yeah I can, even though, you know, I may decide I don't want to continue with this, I definitely will respect someone who puts it out there. Yeah, definitely. And then hopefully they respect the decision I make yep. if I want to go forward, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, on the show, Lynn, she was kind of a freeloader. <laughs> yeah, kind <laughs> of, meaning... <laughs> she, she always, it seemed like for most of the show, she was living with Joan or William... Right. A professional student. A professional student. She was never paying for her own meals or drinks every time they went out on the show. <laughs> How would you feel if you had a friend like that who was just always needy, who always needed a place to stay, always didn't have money to go out? Would you pay? Would you offer a roof? That'd be very annoying real quick, especially if we're like grown, grown, because they grown, grown. Yeah. Like... Lynn had ample opportunity. She had she, she has, had like ten degrees. Right. She has so many degrees. She could be working doing something. Oh yeah, she could barely hold a job if she had a job. Right. Like like come on now. Like at a certain point, somebody just lay you just lazy because you could be doing something. Something. And it's like she shouldn't even be nothing. trying. Like it'd be one thing if you stand with somebody and you working towards. Mm -hmm. Like she just stayed stagnant, like for most of the show. Yeah, how many seasons? Like it was six seasons. Yeah, like she five. was stagnant for like five seasons. <laughs> yeah, five and a half. Who knows? So yeah, I'm gonna have to say no on that. Realistically, like, I don't, and I don't care how much money I'm making as a, a high powered lawyer in L.A. Like, ain't nobody about to be uh, taking on no freeloaders that ain't no child. Right. I would say if, if a friend of mine was struggling and needed, like, a roof over their head or maybe they didn't have money to eat, of course I'll be willing to help. But I'm not about to help you through five seasons. Right. <laughs> like, it will have to come to a point. Let's say if I allowed a friend, they need a place to stay. Okay, you could stay here. I'm giving you a timetable. Right. Especially if I see you're not working towards anything. If you're not out there looking for a job, if you're not setting goals and setting a plan in place, um, I'm going to come to you as a friend and tell you about yourself. And I'll help you figure out what your plan going to be. I'll help you try to figure out how to find a job. But you can't stay here for years upon years and right. just freeload. Just freeloading. Yeah. No. No. So, yeah, maybe, like, you know, she could stay for, like, a month or two. But after that, going into that third month, I'll be, like you said, asking questions. Like, okay, so what's the timetable on this? Like, what's it looking like when you're going to be moving out? When the fuck you going to leave? Or you going to come up on some rent or something? Like, And then she was sneaking men in the house to live with <laughs> with her too and that ain't even her house right that would have been a kick out grounds for a kick out oh for sure actually i think she was well actually joan was like he gotta you could stay but he gotta leave and then she was going back and forth with joan like no we both stay 
And she was like, if he goes, I go. Joan was like, bye. Okay. Right. And then they end up moving in uh, Maya's mom's garage. Okay. Okay. I thought I remember <laughs> them being in the garage. Yeah. Was that the celibate guy? No. Okay. That was the guy from Jamaica. Oh, okay. <laughs> that she brought back to the United States. Yeah, okay. And he ain't have a job either. And he wouldn't go look for a job either. And she was mad at him because mm-hmm. she said he was freeloading off of her. Yeah, that yeah that would definitely have been grounds for kick Yeah, out. I'm already letting you stay with me, and then you want to bring a man in here, uh, sneak a man in, right? Because Joan, she was didn't ha- didn't have no clothes on, was going to her kitchen to get some, and then she ran into him. Man, I would have been so pissed had that happened to me. I would have been. Ooh. I would have called the police. Would have been. It would have <laughs> been some cuss outs that night. Yeah, for real. Um. So Maya, you know, Maya was married to Darnell. Mm-hmm. He, they weren't on good terms. And so she met a guy who worked in the same building. Oh. And she had an emotional affair. What, with, was, a, what was an emotional affair? What is an emotional affair? Well, no, in relation to what happened on the show. She talked to him about her problems like in her marriage they would go out to eat go out to lunch they would meet up in the evening she would sneak away from home and tell her husband that she was meeting up with the girls but really she was meeting up with him for coffee and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so just like everything that she was going through she was going to him for emotional support no okay she was wrong she was wrong dead wrong yeah, and it came to a head when the guy she was emotionally cheating with kissed her, and then she tried to break it off with him, and then he and he purposely went out to befriend her husband. Mm-hmm. And so the hus uh the guy she was cheating with was all up in their house being buddies with her husband, and her husband didn't know. That's so trifling. At that point, as soon as she saw. The dude trying to be friends, she should have told him immediately, the husband immediately. Right. Well, eventually he found out because she butt dialed him talking about the situation like, oh, I should just tell him. And then eventually they end up getting a divorce off of it. Mm -hmm. So. So if you were with a guy and he was emotionally cheating, is that and you found out that he was getting close to a female? Didn't have sex, but getting close to her emotionally, is that grounds for breakup? Or even your husband, is that grounds? Oh, yeah. It's grounds, yeah. Is it a definite breakup, or is it... Uh, I a- have to see what the details are, but, like, you going to her and telling stuff about us, like, that's just... I feel like that's the worst part of it, honestly. Like, the yeah. kiss is bad, but, like, we're supposed to be... Like, that's the point that you have me for, that when we have issues, you come in and talk to me about it. And you come in talking to some other girl? Like, that's so some trifling. Some other bitch. Right, some other bitch. Like, that's so trifling. Like, <laughs> What's worse, emotional cheating or just sex? I mean, probably the sex. But it's, I feel like it's almost just as bad, though. You know, almost just as bad. The reason why the sex is worse because it could lead to STDs, pregnancies, baby, outside babies. I kind of feel like emotional cheating is worse just because that's like a deeper connection. 
mm-hmm. no pun intended. Um, and sex, for I feel like with with some women and with guys, there can be no emotional connection. It's just sex. But if a guy is emotionally connecting with someone, they're eventually going to want to have sex yeah. with them. It's going to lead to that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I feel like emotional. Of course, I wouldn't want neither to happen. But I think the emotional is worse. I mean, I I can agree with you on that. Uh, especially like the whole thing with men, how they could detach themselves when it comes to the physical act. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I totally understand. But I guess just for me... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because, like, I would be more pissed, like, if he going to some some bitch and telling her about the problems in our marriage. Like, you got a problem with me? You talking about it with some other girl? Like, that's so right. two-faced. It is. I would feel betrayed. Yeah, super betrayed. And then I feel like, what was you saying about me to her? Making me look like the bad, the bad guy. Right. Exactly. So she probably looking at me like ugh, like this bitch and then i'm just looking out here looking real stupid looking real dumb like that's the real thing you got me out here looking real stupid and she probably look and she probably looking at me like look at this dumb girl don't even know that that she that he that her man wanted he to be with her. me right Mm-mm. i don't know what i mm. i don't know that might be grounds too because yeah. i don't like to be made out to look stupid and I'm over here being faithful and doing what I got to do <laughs> to keep the marriage together. And here you go. Here you go. Out here talking to the next bitch about issues about me when you could just talk to me. About me. About me. And then, too, it would be hard. Would it, I feel like it would be hard to believe if a guy was like, yeah, we ain't do nothing. You know, I was just talking to her. It would be hard to believe that nothing else happened. Very hard. Especially if he's talking about, oh, we just kissed. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Right. I don't care what he say. Nope. You cheated. Right. You that's that's just like when uh, one of my ex-boyfriends, I think I talked about it on a previous episode where... This happened before we were, like, in a committed relationship, but um, I found out once we were in a committed relationship, he had went out the country or whatever, and, and he, he told me, oh, I just got hit. Nah, nah. nah, after, nah. after a little bit of probing, it came out that they would had sex, too. Like, I knew Cause it wasn't just no head. Right. Because if, if that's all you admitting to, then that means it's more. Right. You just trying to give me what you think is the least right. bad. <laughs> no, nah, no. Nah. Let me, let me give right. you the most tame part of what happened. Exactly. No. So, yeah. So, if it, if you talking about just a kiss, no. Mm-mm. Kiss where? Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody about to believe that. Right. Uh, so, you just got to probe for the whole story because there's more to it. Um, so if you, (laughs) if you, um, if you had a friend who was cheating on her man and she was using you as the excuse, like she was telling her man, oh, I'm going out with Tiff's to trail tonight. Um, and then the, and then their, their boyfriend started to resent you because you keep 
you single and his and their girl keep hanging out with you and you keep going out with supposedly, her supposedly because she lying on you and then the boyfriend coming at you sideways because he think you you know keep taking her away but you know that she really meeting up with this dude that he she cheating on her man with how would you operate in that situation like would i be that friend that no like could... like if you were that friend that was used for excuses to, well, like if i was cheating on my man and i was just like oh i'm going out with tiff oh i'm about to go do this with tiff oh who bought you that oh tiff bought it for me and then my man was getting mad at you, low key, because it's like, what the fuck? And then he kept, he make little side comments to you, and you could tell that he's salty about you because he think you taking all of my time. Oh, okay. So he don't he is not suspecting that that I'm cheating. you're cheating. Yeah. But he's just like, oh, you spend all this time with Tiff and right. da da. You spend all your time with single Tiff. I don't need streets. Right. So, okay. So how would I be feel as the friend? Yeah. I wouldn't like it, honestly, because I wouldn't like, I would let it happen probably, you know, if it was you, but I'd be talking <laughs> to you like, come on, like, you know, this ain't right. Like, uh -huh. and then you got me out here lying to this man and you know, you don't want to be with him. I'd be the friend that would tell, tell you the truth. That if you don't want to be with him, just leave and be with somebody else. Cause I'm getting tired of being the, the scapegoat. scapegoat. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Like honestly, I lost a friendship because I had a friend who was cheating on her man and I wouldn't co-sign and agree with it. Mm -hmm. And that's, that'll mean I'm not going to tell him cause that's not my place, right. but I'm not the friend that's just going to sit up and let you bullshit and not say nothing. Right. Like, I'm going to say, I'm not going to be mean about him. I'm like, you know, that's not right. Like if you don't want to be with him, Why don't, don't be with him. with him. Just break up with him. Why you feel like you got to, have your side niggas and be with him like it's right. not right because i wouldn't want nobody doing my friends like that like a dude just cheating it and just making her look dumb so right yeah i agree i would have to tell i would encourage my friend like if you're not happy in your relationship just break up you don't have to do all the extra shit <laughs> now if i found out that my friend if they were like oh if so and so asked i was with you last night of course you know I don't think I would be like, hell no, you can't use me. But I'll be like, look, you can't keep putting me in it. Right. Because then what if he come by my house and then talking about we together and he come by and see that you ain't there. Right. Then it's looking like I'm in on it when it was just you telling right. me. And then I look bad. Right. So, yeah. I feel like if I was younger, I'll just roll with it. But, you know, we're older and mature and we're supposed to be mature like, I don't, I have my own drama to deal with. I don't need to be put into yours. Right. So. And people crazy nowadays. What crazy if he come? Hell. What if he come after me and blame me for what y'all got going on? Because some people will do that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That, and especially, you know, if I'm the single friend and, you know, some dudes be like, oh, you hanging out with your single girl. They do. And they be mad at the, the single person instead of the person who is cheating that he's with. Exactly making me look like the single wild child no and that's a whole nother discussion talking about like being being the single friend mm -hmm. 
And yeah, that's a whole nother topic. But um, yeah, for sure. I would definitely have to call her out, have a little heart to heart, encourage her to do the right thing mm -hmm. and let it be known. I don't want to be associated with that. I don't want to end up on an episode of Dateline because right. I'm in the middle of this love triangle you done started. Right. You trying to make it a square, an unwilling square. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you would like to weigh in on this topic. Oh, did you have anything else to add? No, I think I we just, covered it. I have I have my a uh, new puppy and she's starting to get wild, so I feel like I have to hurry up and end it <laughs> before she get crazy because she over here biting on plus. She ain't listening shit. to the to quiet threats anymore. Nope, I'm gonna have to uh, cuss her out real quick, so I'm gonna have to wrap this up. If you would like to weigh in on the topic, feel free to email discussionspodcast three one three at gmail dot com. Also. Share this podcast, this episode with a friend. Don't forget to rate and review. Follow Discussions Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Where can our listeners find you at? You can find me on IG as well, Tip Tutra. Hey, and we'll holler at you next time. Samooches. <laughs>